official Greyhound Time podcast presented by Almonds. I'm Armand Saraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. Man, I'm hungry again. I'm hungry, hungry. I don't... I usually, I have trouble deciding where I want to eat. Especially, but, especially when you meet your friends. Exactly. But as of recently, the move has always been Almonds. Yeah, I've been I've been going there a lot. I gotta admit, it's been so good. I've I've really I've been getting that pan fried chicken a lot too. Mm-hmm. That's just I mean it just hits every time. And then they have that the famous blueberry bread pudding for dessert with the oh little caramel gosh. on top of it. Request it with a little ice cream. Oh, mm. the chocolate souffle as well. Chocolate souffle with some ice cream and a little bit of um, like cranberry sauce. And let's not forget about the gumbo. The gumbo is. Probably the best gumbo in St. Louis. I come out of there feeling all warm and fuzzy from that little comfort food meal I had. It's pretty it's pretty good. Delicious. Check out Almonds, 8127 Maryland Avenue. Great people, better service. Just an all-around good time. So, today we have a winter sports preview. Uh, fall sports coming to a close. Almost all of them are either done or headed into district play this week. Um, uh, The basketball team, I'm sorry, not the basketball team. The soccer team has their district tournament um, starting this week, I believe. Um, Volleyball, I know, has a game against, I believe it's Gateway on Tuesday at Soldan. And then um, if they win that game, then they're going to most likely play John Burroughs um, in the second round on Thursday. Huge matchup if they get to that second game. Yeah, for sure. And then after that, <laughs> if they win that, they're going to have the, the district final again on Thursday at 7 p.m. Um, all those games are going to be at Soldan. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on the Instagram about how far they're going. And, I mean, we'll see you all at the district final. Yeah, definitely uh, trying to get as many people out there as possible. No, it's a little far. But, you know, carpool. Get out there, support the girls. Exactly. Communication is key when, when carpooling. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Navigation. Navigation. You got to have a good navigator. Yeah. Not shout out Sam Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, enough about that. <laughs> um, the Clayton football team played against Afton uh, this past Friday. Um, they did not win that game, but they put up 42 points. Big improvement. Lost right. 60 to 42, but definitely a big improvement. Great game from uh, Ty Suker. Great game from Ahmad Weston. Ozzy Kyle. Ozzie Jaylen, Kyle. Two touchdowns for Ozzy, Jalen, and Ahmad each. Um, this kind of just goes back to what we were saying in the earlier podcast. That, that they just really needed to put together some good drives um, and and really compete for that win, which is, although they lost by 18 points, they still competed hard for that win. Um, and I was talking to Ty after the game, and he mentioned that it was the he said it was the the first game that he'd had in a while where where it was fun and he felt like he was competing he felt like he was putting himself and the team in a position to win that game um unfortunately you know the defense still is getting um scored on a lot but the main thing that we were trying to fo- that we thought the football team should focus on is putting together a few good offensive drives to really try and come out of their shell and and again put themselves in a position to win the game yeah we put some points on the board i know ty was a little disappointed uh he said that uh the second drive of the game um didn't go their way i think they had a turnover and uh it ended up kind of costing them a couple of points and he thinks that they could have gotten those back also said that uh, jalen williams was dealing with uh 
an injury, and he was. I think he's been dealing with that ankle injury yeah, all, for a long all year. time. So he was limited. To he's the, still grinding every game, though. Yeah, he was only he was limited to mostly just defensive work, and he I think he had three carries and two touchdowns. So they put him on the goal line, did his thing. But Jalen Pearson, Jalen Williams, both in the backfield, doing their thing. And uh, you know, this is this is a better sign than we could have hoped for going into the Ladue game, uh, first game of districts. And Afton is a good team. They're I know in some other sports, a lot of people don't really consider them close, even close to a powerhouse of a of a school. But Afton had a, has a good football team. They're eight and one this year after the game against Clayton. Um, so they put up forty two team forty two points on a very good team, um, which is you know that's a a big improvement from where they were standing even just a game ago. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it was a battle the whole time. Like, I don't think they ever thought that, you know, we're out of this game or, you know, we're done. Because I know a lot of times they'll go down, you know, three or four scores and give up. This game, I think that they were, you know, they had they were in it the whole time. You know, the grinding, trying hard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, November 1st against Ledoux. November 1st against Ledoux. First game of districts. Um, that's a tough game and- <laughs> to go into your first, like, for your first game of districts. That's, it's tough. Ledoux's the one seed. We're the eight seed. It's just, uh, you know, not ideal, but uh, maybe, you know, maybe they'll surprise us. Uh, they surprise the us against done. Afton. Yeah, for sure. They put up a good amount of points. I mean, put up 42 on Ledoux. That's a, a definitely an accomplishment. They like exactly. to get the W, though. Yeah, in, in most games, you put up 42 points. You will most likely win that game. Um, again, just didn't turn out that way yeah. in the last game, but they're putting themselves in positions to win football games, which is the most important thing. And I know these seniors on the team, Ty, Ahmad, Jalen, they're all going to want to you know, go out their last or maybe their last game against the you know our biggest rival yeah. and do their best. Uh, Sal kind of put it really well when he was talking about running in that Parkway West Invitational a couple episodes ago. He was saying that he didn't want to leave anything out. Uh, he, he didn't want to leave anything on the table. He wanted to, to make sure he gave his all, um, do his best, and whatever the outcome may be, he knows that he put in the most that he could. Um, and I'm sure the football players, all the seniors are the same way. And they, Because they have a lot of seniors on the team, so I think a lot of them, they they don't want to leave anything on the table. They really want to work the hardest that they can and play the hardest that they can. Um, and whatever the outcome may be, they're going to know that they, they did their best. Yeah. And like Ty was saying, um, you know, he, he was having a lot of fun this weekend. Yeah. And I think if they can go into the do game, maybe score on the first drive or get a big stop, they start having fun over there. You never know what can happen. You know, like it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, maybe one stop, one drive and if they could do something. Yeah. A lot of times some people forget that like it's a game. You want to have fun with it, and yeah. but at the same time, winning is fun. You yeah, want to exactly. playing well is fun. So I think once they figure out, not figure out, but I think once they they revisit that joy yeah, that they have playing football, experience winning, yeah, or even just scoring points, like how fun it's that can fun. be. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Um, in other news, we kind of mentioned about the volleyball team having their district play coming up soon. Um, they've been putting together a really good string of victories. Um, John Burroughs was one of them. Whitfield was one of them. Um, and then U City, senior night. Shout out to all the seniors on the volleyball team. For sure. Um, so they, they have a lot of strong momentum going into to district play. Um, hopefully they can capitalize on that momentum. I know when we interviewed Sarah Taylor after the, the game against um, 
I think it was Burroughs. She said that their goal was to to make it past the first round of districts, but I'm sure that they have loftier goals than that. I'm sure that they yeah, can envision I, themselves making it to that district final and competing for a chance to win. And I think a lot of other people can see them going farther than just that first game, pushing for a district championship. It's a talented team. Uh, they could definitely, you know, do some things in that tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this weekend also uh, was uh, the Clayton Invitational Cross Country Meet. Big first place finish from uh, George Gelzer mm-hmm. uh, in his final regular season race. That's some good momentum for, for George uh, heading into to district play. Um, because, you know, a guy like George who is consistently top two or three runners in the district. Um, I think this was, didn't you say this was his first, first place finish of the year? Yes, this is his first, uh, individual first place finish. The team has won a couple of meets, but, um, this is George's first win of the season. And I know he was really pumped to get that, that first place finish too. Yeah. And, uh, he was, he was in the lead almost the whole race, uh, got out really fast. And then, um, one of his big rivals, um, was on his tail the whole time. Started catching up to him, but he kicked it in last minute and, uh, you know, got the W. So Really good crowd out, out there, too. Yeah, big crowd out there. It was, it was at Clayton. Uh, you know, told you guys to pop out. You did, and uh, it was definitely a good time. Everybody, even yeah, like absolutely. Coach, I, Coach Hudson was out there, and he was like, Man, this Coach is like Hudson super was fun. Into it. Yeah, it Coach was, Hudson was, he was crouching down, looking at all the angles, seeing where the runners were at. I mean, he was into it. Was, it. it was fun, yeah. And then, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Sophia Pellegrin for... Uh, Taking the top spot on the team um, as a freshman. That's Third place big. finish for her? I believe so. Third place finish, yeah. So uh, maybe fourth, I don't know. But uh, she was up there, medaled. Uh, so shout out to her. For sure. Um, now we have the soccer team. So the soccer team um, has had a rough stretch of games themselves. Um, a lot of their games just haven't necessarily gone their way. Um, sometimes they kind of go down early and then they're not exactly, um, they, they just can't exactly kick it into another gear once they start, once they go down. Um, but you know, this is a team that we're always very confident in. I mean, they're the, they're the first, they're the number one seed. They're in, still the, in the one seed. Exactly. So despite all the struggles, they're still, you know, doing their thing. Right. Um, and they closed out uh, regular season district play with a win against Hazelwood east yeah 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 hazelwood east yeah absolutely of course hazelwood east so they finished out uh with a win there um and now is is kind of where you need to pin your ears back and hunker down and get a win because it's win or go home yeah and they know that they were most of those guys were there last year um for the big um run in districts you know falling to um Ledoux, but um, they play. They, I think they're gonna. They'll probably, most likely, will end up playing Ledoux again in this if, district if tournament. If there's no upsets in the district tournament, if we win, then and it'll Ledoux be one wins. versus two. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I know that those guys want to get to that game. Uh, last a few few months ago, month month or two ago, a uh, huge game against Ledoux, big crowd, very exciting. As you all know, Ben Brewer. Um, huge Four goal. Four minutes left, scored a winning goal. Yeah. yeah. So I know that those guys uh, want to get to that game, play um, Ledoux, big rival for the district championship. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of their games that they've been having some struggles and they haven't always had their first team out there. 
Um, and this could be due to, you know, injuries, could be due to we are high schoolers, so college visits, um, a variety of things that can keep some, some of the people out of the team. Um, but you know that once it comes down to districts, you're going to have a lot of guys back. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure if Nolan Waits will be back for the district games. Um, he was dealing with a foot injury, ankle injury. Yeah. Ankle injury. He, He was a big factor in that Ledoux game. Oh yeah. Um, he's a machine. Yeah, for sure. And you heard Andrew and Rohan and, and Clark say it when we interviewed them. I believe it was after the Ledoux game. Uh, we interviewed them, and they were saying, like, he's been holding his own in that midfield area. Yeah, he he's reminds, me, he reminds me a lot of Rohan, actually. Like, yeah, Rohan last from year, sophomore, junior year. When he would play a bit more defensive, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of role that Nolan's taking over, and he's doing a great job with it. So, I mean, if he's not there for the district tournament, they're going to have, a, uh, you know, some big shoes to fill, but they've got the depth, they've got the talent. Um, and, you know... Going back to um, the absences they've had, uh, that kind of just says, uh, shows you how much talent's on this team. Yeah, Seeing absolutely. That, you know, guys like Matheny, Clark, they're out there, you know, getting recruited for playing at the next level. So, you know, now I, they're all ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully they get these wins. So before their district play starts, though, uh, Tuesday is their senior night. Um, so everybody pop out, support the seniors. Um, a lot of them being the core of, of this year's team. Um, you know, specifically, you got Andrew Matheny, Clark Boger, Rohan Chapathy, uh, all captains, all stars. Dylan Flynn. Dylan Flynn and Will Locko, both starters on that team as well. Asher Fox Dunsker, another starter. So a lot of that team is made up of seniors. So, um, you know, everybody go out, support them, congratulate them on a great career and, and, support them going into the district games. Yeah, this is um, some of the last guys that were from that team last year put together, you know, one of the best seasons in school history. So, um, you know, they've got the experience for this district tournament, and we want to see them off right, so come out to senior night and um, give them your support. And speaking of senior night, we also have boys swimming senior night, uh, 4.15 on Tuesday again. So pop out to the boys swimming for a little bit and then pop out to the soccer games um, and really just support all the seniors on this team. Yeah, you know, some of those big seniors over there on the swim team, you got uh, Koji Barrett. Hutton Murdoch. Ben Blinder. Ben Evra. Yeah, some some really talented swimmers. Yeah, absolutely. So, senior nights, everybody pop out. Um, and now I think it is fitting that we go into a winter sports preview. Um, you know, winter sports have always been particularly strong at Clayton in the past little while, specifically the girls' basketball team. Girls' basketball team has been huge in the past huge. few years. In the past three years, they have played in the district championship game every single year. Um, so three years ago, they won the district championship. It was the first time they won since, I believe, 1989. Um, then the next year, second place finish. They lost in the district final. And then last year, very exciting final district final game I, it was on a saturday there were a lot of people out there they beat jennings by two points um and i know that they're looking to continue that momentum that they've had specifically that very strong group of seniors and sarah Lidikin, ruby gallegos mira upshaw and sammy williams they're really looking to continue their great careers at clayton uh hopefully with another district win 
Sammy has been dealing with some injuries um, really all three years. Yeah, that team has been beat up a lot. You know, yeah. Ruby had a torn ACL. Sammy had a torn ACL last year. Yeah, they've just been, you know, beat she up. She had a f- stress fracture her freshman year, too. So a yeah. lot of injuries for them. But, I mean, once you get them out there, that team is very, very hard to all beat. All four of them healthy is, you know, an amazing that, team. Yeah, that core four is really good. And then you add... Um, you know, Reagan Wade and Morgan Nettles in there. And that's a very strong team that it's difficult to beat them. So last year they finished with a record of 16 and 11 winning record, winning districts, uh, eventually losing to, to Parkway West and sectionals. But, um, the important thing is that your the core is returning for this year. Um, which is, it's huge. And there's a lot of younger players that are also on the come up that got some varsity experience last year. So really look for this team to, to do something special. Yeah, and with that team, I always look over at the coaching staff as well. You know, Lee, look at Mr. Knight. Uh, he came into that job, I believe, last year, year before. I think it was two years ago. They had coach. Two years ago. Was it Coach Fall? Was that his name? I don't remember. He was great, though. He was there a while, and he was, a, he was yeah, great. He retired. Mr. Knight came in after being an assistant on the boys' um, program. Goes over to be the girls' varsity head coach, and he's done a great job. He's done a really good job. Back-to-back yeah. um, district championship appearances with um the win last year and yeah he's definitely uh, I, I know the girls um he's kind of seems like a quiet guy but the girls say whenever he you know really starts talking they listen they listen Absolutely. exactly um so very excited for the girls team this year this is another one of those teams where you can consistently say at least in our time at the high school you can consistently say you know like they're gonna do something yeah i remember um that three years ago um our sophomore year when they won um, the uh, district championship, was that freshman? That was our freshman, freshman year. Freshman year, yeah. They won uh, the district championship, uh, and that was like the first time when we were at Clayton that I felt like, wow, like this is what athletics can be like. Yeah. Almost the whole school was out there. They won. Everybody rushed onto the court. Everybody's hugging each other. They had the, you know, they had the plaque up there, and it was like that that's like what those girls are going for now. And they, yeah. they all remember like how that felt and that's what they're chasing. And the thing about that year was that they had a core group of seniors that led that team, uh, specifically in, in Brooke Jones, uh, Pierce Sams, Claire Millett. Um, yeah. Pierce Sams and, uh, Brooke Jones, some of like the best girls basketball players that we've had to clean for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely look for those girls to do something really special this year. Um, I know they're excited to get going. Um, and so are we. Um, now moving on to the boys' side. The boys' team last year had a bit of a difficult year. Uh, they played almost every single team close. They lost a lot of close games. A lot of close losses. And so they went eleven and sixteen or eleven and fifteen last year. Um, they lost in the first round against Normandy. A bit of a controversial game. Um, the scorekeeping. There were some discrepancies between the scorekeepers' stats and our stats. And it was, it was just not a—it was kind of a sloppy game. It wasn't that great. Um, so the boys' team this year, they lost a lot of guys from last year. They lost Daryl Sams, putting up 15 points a game last year. They lost Ray Wood, also putting up about 9 or 10. Uh, Blake Bax, strong six-man coming off the bench. Rob Miles, another great point guard. Um so they lost a lot of a lot of core guys, um, but this year, you know, really look for some guys to to step up. So Hunter Chestnut Perry, shout out to Hunter for drawing the logo for Greyhound Time. Yeah, for sure. Presented Hunter. by Almas. So 
he has been on varsity since his sophomore year and he's gotten better every year so this year this this is going to be the year i think for hunter to really um kind of explode onto the scene yeah hunter's um you know he's spent a lot of time on the court but he's also been in the weight room a lot this offseason a lot if you want if you want to focus on one guy that is constantly in the weight room constantly working if you want an example for like younger players, it's Hunter. Yeah, he's always in the gym. He's always grinding, always working hard. Um, he has that uh, lifting account where he posts his progress, and it's impressive yeah, too. It is very impressive. He's uh, got some crazy PRs. Yeah, so you know he's definitely going to be a big part of that team. You guys look at guys like Rohan Trapathi. Very consistent shooter. Yeah, put on the team uh, halfway through his sophomore year. Halfway through year. sophomore year, too, yeah. And uh, he's been, you know, one of the staples of that team. Absolutely. Um, you can look at even guys like um, Nick Pompian, Tyler Walker. Definitely look at Tyler Walker. You yeah. know, he's going to be the point guard this year. Um, I, I imagine he'll split uh, some time with Rohan. I can see them both out on the court at the same yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Um, but I could definitely see Tyler bringing the ball up, you know, very athletic, very good passer of the ball. Um, I know he's been working on his shot in the offseason a lot. So definitely look for Tyler to to come out of his shell a little bit too. Um, yeah, he's kind of that uh, change of pace guy from Rohan. Yeah. They're, both, they're both very quick, but Rohan can play a little bit more physical. Um, he's a little bit bigger than Tyler. But Tyler, when he gets in the game, he's quick, shifty. You know, it's hard for a team to have two guards that can guard Rohan yeah. and Tyler at the same time. I think that Rohan is is a very fundamental player. Um, but Tyler can give you, can give you that spark for sure. Yeah. And I, I know like when, whenever there's students at the game, everybody loves watching him just cause yeah. like, you know, almost yeah. like flashy he is with the ball. Um, but he's definitely a big part of that team. Yeah. Absolutely. And you look at some guys that, um, you know, didn't get a lot of playing time last year, but are definitely gonna, um, take some big steps this year. Curtis, um, you look at Daniel, Charlie, Sal, those guys. So definitely look for um, big group of seniors yeah, coming back. Definitely yeah, look for, for sure. those seniors to step up. They've got a lot of size, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nick, Daniel, Hunter, even Chaz and Sal. Yeah. So definitely, it should be a pretty good team this year. Um, and you can't really go talking about the basketball team without co- talking about Coach Cochran. So, you know, in our interview with Nick, we mentioned how he had had three different coaches. The last one being Coach Cochran, and what Coach Cochran brings to to the team is very unique. Um, so he played basketball at Westminster College. Um, you know, he was roommates with Coach Sodeman. His played high year. school ball at Vianney. Played high school ball at Vianney. Um, so he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. And the thing, the most important thing that he brought to Clayton, I think, when he first got here was security. So, you know, with, with Coach Ahern, um, there was kind of a feeling that he wasn't going to be there for that long. Yeah, I think for for Coach Ahern, like I think he's a great coach. I think and he's obviously a great guy. doing great things. He's now obviously the doing great things. G yeah. League won head a championship coach. with the G League, the Spurs affiliate. Spurs G League, yeah. yeah um, and, you know, we, and that's, I think that's the better fit for him. Yeah, I think we've I, talked I don't think I don't think he's necess- yeah we've talked about it. I don't think he's necessarily a high school coach. Yeah. I think his the way he played um, when he was a pro, and I think the way he was coached would would better suit him as a as a professional coach i think like like we said he's a great guy we've we went to some of his camps when we were middle school he was awesome like i loved his camp great guy just don't really think his coaching style necessarily translated with maybe he was even specifically clayton but nonetheless coach cochran came in he gave some security to the team 
Um, his first year made a crazy good district run, beating Soldan and Miller career to get second in the district final to Vashon, who went Ooh, on to win state that year. Five D one athletes on that team, just ha- insane. Yeah, like it's gonna nobody's gonna beat that team. <laughs> so then, uh, so when he first got here, that was that was his big his big break. He had a really good district run, and then in years after that, he had some good teams. Um, not necessarily having the wins to show for it, but I mean, it's the same old story. They're winning. They're losing a lot of close games. Yeah. So I think once they can win some of those games, you could very, very easily see a twenty-win season from this team. Yeah, and the you know, if they get over this hump of losing close games and they start winning those games that they, I mean, they lost to Ladue by one point. If they start right. winning games like those that builds momentum, then you'll even start winning some of the games you're not supposed to win. Exactly. And I think that that's like the most fun for, for any athlete mm-hmm. is, is beating a team you're not supposed to beat. It's like an Ella game. Like nobody expected Clay exactly. to play them that close. They can't, they, they imagine, you know, yeah. one more basket, one more free throw. It, it's a, it's a totally different story. And, um, you know, Nick said that coach Cochran was a very encouraging coach. That was the word he used to describe him. And, you know, after that Ledoux game in the locker room, it was it was pretty rough. You know, like those guys were were very upset. A lot of them, especially those seniors. You especially know? those seniors, man. Yeah, I mean, the last time they're gonna play them. Exactly, and they they'd never beaten them. And you know, coming to really at two, Ledoux, yeah, at Ledoux, like one point away or two points away from winning. I know it was very heartbreaking. So a lot of those guys' heads were hanging a little bit. And Coach Cocken comes in, and the first thing he says is, "You know, come on, boys, keep your heads up." That was a, you played your hearts out. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you deserve that game. Unfortunately, it didn't go that way, but keep your heads up. You should be proud of what you just did. You know, that's the big difference I see between Coach Cochran and Coach Ahern is that with Coach Ahern, you know, coming almost straight out of the league, he was playing in the NBA. It's a different not, mindset. Yeah, he's not suited to be, you know, connecting with high school students. And exactly. It, even He didn't experience success at Clayton, and he went to DeSmet, who is alma mater, and didn't have the greatest season ever, but the he found his role in the G League. Cochran and he's extremely successful there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Coach Cochran comes to Clayton, and I think he just automatically connected with yeah, a lot of the players. Sure. And you know that that kind of a coach is what you need to have a successful program in high school. Absolutely, you're not going to need you know this basketball genius who's going to put together these amazing strategies and plays because there's not there's no chance that high schoolers are going to be able to execute those. You need somebody who can, you know, make sure that your players are going to put in as much effort as they can, and that's how you see results. Absolutely. And I definitely think that that's, what's Co- that's what Cochran has done. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so some other guys on that coaching staff, we mentioned Coach Sodeman, who's another great coach, roommate of Coach Cochran, their freshman year at Westminster. Um, you got Coach Solentrop, who's just, I mean, the way I, the word I would use to describe him, describe him is an offensive genius. I mean, he has such a great basketball mind and he's drawn up the plays really well and he knows what he's talking about and he knows how to perfectly execute them. So really great coach there. Yeah, very mild mannered guy. Yeah. But you know, he'll, you know, bust out the clipboard, put together a play and you're like, yeah. Like, exactly. This is, this, <laughs> exactly. This is what we need right here. Yeah. And then um again, or not again, for the first time, because we never mentioned this before. Um Mr. Sankey coming out of coaching Mr. Reti- retirement. Mr. Sankey. Coming out of coaching retirement to coach the freshman team. Um, so he was a part of those extremely successful teams with Mr. Looning. Shout out Dr. Looning. Um, he was a part of those teams, those 20-win teams, 
Um, so he's going to bring a really good coaching mind, some really good expertise and wisdom to this team, which, you know, I think it could be, I mean, I think it's very possible that Mr. Sankey is that, that yeah, and I factor think that pushes them over the hump. The biggest thing about Mr. Sankey's role is that he's going to be grooming some of those younger guys, you yeah. know, freshmen, sophomores. Specifically, you got like Luke Stepanovich, right. Ethan you, Faust. And I've been, you know, I've been talking to him about it. He, he sees a lot of talent in these kids, but it's, you know, he's, he knows how to develop them into being the future of the program. Exactly. Because I think after one this thing- year, there's not, I mean, Curtis is going to be there. Golden's going to be there. He's going to need to bring in a group that's going to fill the role of all these seniors that are going to be gone. I think that's one thing that might have been missing uh, in previous years. So, like, if you were – Well, there was a lot of questions with who the coaches were. Right. You know, there was had, a lot of turnover in the past couple of years, had, and I think yeah. you they, you didn't necessarily have that guy on the coaching staff that was going to develop – Always be there. Always be there and develop those players – not just to play for the freshman level or to play for the JV level, but to develop them to play for the varsity level and, and really do some good things on the varsity level, which is, I think, what Coach Sankey brings. And I think even if this year may not be that great, I think it could be, but even if it's not that great, you know that Mr. Sankey is going to put the team and those players in a position to to really do some damage in the next couple of years. Yeah, and like we said with Coach Cochran, Coach Sankey brings this idea of stability, of he's somebody who, if you're a player – you're going to see him at practice and then you're, he's going to teach your class at school. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's got like, in there's the something past, to be said about that. Yeah. yeah it, in the past we had, you know, coach Boswell, great coach, but ended up leaving. He had to move, right. Mm-hmm. Coach McCoy, he had to leave. So it, it's just a lot of turnover in the past few years. And it's hard for those younger players to really, you know, buy into the program. Exactly. They're not even sure who their coach is going to be. Right. So that's exactly, that's exactly right. Cause like you go and you're taking personal finance and Coach Cochran is, is your teacher. Yeah. You're going, you're taking an, an, a science class, Coach Sankey is your teacher. You go and you're taking PE, Coach Sodom is your teacher. So you know that you're going to have those guys. You need to, because, I mean, a coach and player relationship is, is very different from any other relationship. Yeah. So it's really nice to know that those guys are always going to be there if you need to talk to them, if you need to really talk about anything. It's good to know that they're there. Um, so really look for the boys basketball team to do something good this year. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, so some other sports we have, girls swimming and diving. Um, usually a pretty successful team. Um, specifically with the diving, you have Bridget Walsh, uh, Brooke Becker. Yeah, some big seniors. Abby Suker. Yeah. Uh, also looking at swimming. Um, I know last year one of their big swimmers was um, freshman Kellen Model. Yeah. Um, she definitely, she, I think she broke uh, a school record in her first uh, swim meet last year. So definitely look out for her. And it's always pretty good when you can have a little bit of success of a freshman. Yeah. And um, you just go up and build off of that. Yeah. The record that she broke last year was actually set by um, a swimmer from a few years ago who ended up going to Indiana to swim. So broke the record of a D1 swimmer as a freshman, which is very impressive. So. Definitely look out for her. Yeah, for sure. Um, now on to wrestling. Um, so you really had a, a really big wrestler who went to state last year uh, in Jeremiah Austin. Um, obviously no longer with Clayton as he graduated last year. Um, but Kaylee Ross also made it to state last year. So definitely look out for her um, to do something special this year as well. Yeah, Jeremiah is definitely a big loss. Um, you know, He was like one of the best wrestlers that the program has ever seen. Yeah. But... Um, it should be all right. Kaylee is very talented. Um, 
she's uh, often competes against um, boys, which is very impressive that she does so well. Yeah, she does really well. Yeah. Like, she just does well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's objectively, crazy. she does well. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, it, it not, like, does well for, like, being a girl wrestling no, like she boys. does like, well. She's, like, as good as, like, or better yeah, than everybody else. Yeah, which is very impressive. So, shout out, Kaylee. Yeah. Um, um, and then, obviously, we still have uh, cheerleading going on. Um, I believe dance team, dance team is up. starting up soon that's, as well. That's who um, we'll see out there at the basketball games. So, that wraps up all the the winter sports. Yeah, not a lot, not as many uh, winter sports as our spring sports. So hopefully we can get um, some more in-depth coverage of a lot of these sports attend most of the things. So definitely watch out on the Instagram for maybe some interviews. Try and get out to um, most of the swim meets, most of the basketball games for girls and boys. Definitely some of those wrestling um, meets. Those are always very entertaining. Um, yeah, absolutely. So in other news, um, stickers. Stickers. Stickies. Coming in on Wednesday. Um, if you want one, it's only a dollar. Dollar if you are one of those people that uh, won the giveaway on the, in the on the IG. It's free. Yeah, just getting it. We'll just get in contact with you once we get that shipment in. Distribute those out. Uh, hopefully, we can get the merch going uh, in a Pretty little bit. Pretty soon, probably. We'll probably put some... Uh, you know, maybe put some mock-ups on the Instagram, see what you guys are feeling. And we're definitely going to be doing some more giveaways, so pay attention to those. Um, yeah. This time it might be a little bit more difficult than just first one to DM us. So stay yeah. tuned for all that. And you know, as Ms. Dornfeld says, winner eligibility cards, ASAP no Rocky. Shout out, Ms. Dornfeld. Starting up next week, get ready for winter sports. Shout out to um, all the teams getting ready for districts, all the teams that have completed districts. All the seniors that have competed at Varsity Love for the last time. Shout out to them. Shout out to them for sure. Um, pop out to that soccer game. Pop out to the football game. Pop out to the volleyball game. Pop out, pop out, pop out. Jimmy summed it up. Pop out. Um, so this Thursday, we're very excited. We'll be interviewing CHS alum Ben Hockman. Current um, uh, sports columnist for um, the STL Post-Dispatch. Yep. Spent some time in New Orleans. Spent some time in Denver covering some teams. Now he's here back in St. Louis. Definitely one of uh, the biggest alumni that we have. Yeah, absolutely. Most accomplished. So really excited for that one. Um, As you heard in the uh, Mr. Hildebrand interview, if you, haven't, um, if you haven't listened to that, check that out. Episode 8. But, uh, yeah, he was talking about, you know... The Mad Hatters. The Mad Hatters, and we're definitely going to... Was he a part of the Mad Hatters? Definitely going to get the scoop on that one. We got to figure that out. That's a big story right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, maybe get a... Um, swim season is a little bit longer, so um, hopefully get a... Uh, maybe a Koji Barrett um, interview in. Yeah. Um, so look out for some uh, winter athletes coming on the podcast as well. Hopefully get those basketball boys in here. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Peace. Go ahead on time.